today on Locked on Rockies. There's really three things that I know they're just talking about right now, but really excite me about the Colorado Rockies, and it starts with stealing more bases. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Paul Holden, your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do each and every day around here talking Rockies baseball here on the Locked On Podcast Network and the Locked On Rockies stream, uh, YouTube channel where you can be part of the show by liking the video, subscribing to the channel, knowing when we are posting all of our stuff. We really, really do appreciate each and every single one of you for tuning in and joining us here on uh, this uh, wonderful episode of Locked On Rockies where we're continuing to preview the season. And I really want to emphasize... Uh, I really want to emphasize some of the stuff that is uh, is different, is different about this year and, and, and the focuses that we've heard and talked about here um, from spring and um, a, a little message of, uh, of of just kind of support here as well, not only for the Rockies, but a, a, a kind of a, a call to action. I guess, uh, here for us Rockies fans. Before we dive into everything today, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And I wanted to dive into everything. And and as I was getting ready to do the show and as I prep the show and as I get ready, I mean, I, I realized this, the we can't talk spring baseball. We can't get excited about the Rockies. We can't dive into these things about the Rockies. If it weren't for the really hardworking people that are out there covering the Rockies at spring training, covering baseball at spring training, to, to go out and be in Arizona, to, to be basically move there for spring training. And if it wasn't for all of the reporters, the Thomas Hardings, the Patrick Lyons, the Patrick Saunders, the, uh, the Troy Rennicks, the, the Susie Hunters, they're, they're, all of these people, there are so many folks who are out there covering the Rockies. Really, really diehard, good, great coverage of the Rockies. And 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 that's the reason why I think that, uh, you know, you, you have to remember the, the, uh, the, the fact of this stuff takes time. This stuff takes energy. This stuff takes uh, a bunch of talent. Uh, it, it is something that is really, really hard to do, and 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 the only reason, really, we can get these inside looks or 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 start looking ahead to the Rockies next year is because of the people that go out and cover this team. So I I just implore you that you go out and 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 listen and follow and be a part of 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 the of the coverage. Be a part of of the team. Be a part of uh of all of the good stuff that uh is going on sorry i'm looking up uh i'm just looking up a couple of things here but anyway i i just wanted to make sure that i give my shout outs to those to those out there that really go out and cover this team and bring the storylines from spring training because it's important i mean it, it, we wouldn't we wouldn't know what we know without those guys. So guys and gals that are out there uh, uh, taking care of us and 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 making sure that we are 
we are going to go uh, you know, getting we get to know what's going on with the with the Rockies. I mean, this is something that uh, that, uh, you know, if you don't get great people that care about this team and care about providing great coverage, it, it gets limited. And we are lucky enough that for the Rockies, a team that's been in media uh, limbo now for so long, there's some really dedicated people uh, to bringing us the, the the stories of spring training. But I wanted to start with one thing that uh, I heard here, and it's the Rockies want to steal more bases. They, they are... Bud Black has come out and said that they want to steal more uh, bases. And, and and this is a, a prime example. This is a prime, prime reason. When you are looking to say, how is this 2024 team better than the 2023 team? It starts right here. The main focus and the main uh, uh, three of the best base dealers are not only going to be getting consistent playing time uh, at the start of the year, something that wasn't uh, the, the case to start the year, both Brenton Doyle and Nolan Jones, but Ezekiel Tovar could flirt with getting up into 20 base dealers. If the Rockies can get three base dealers, Ryan McMahon maybe go up there, they are going to be a better team they are going to be a more effective offense and this is a reminder again why didn't the Rockies steal a lot of bases why why is there such a drop-off these are just some of the players that the Rockies had to, that that have stolen bases under five stolen bases for the Rockies last year Charlie Blackman Randall get uh, Gritchick Austin wins Hunter Goodman Jerks and Profar Michael Tolia Harold Castro Leas Diaz Jonathan Daza and then you go down here and there are a bunch with none, no stolen bases for C.J. Crone, Mike Moustakis, uh, Chris Bryan, Ailerys Montero, uh, Cole Tucker. It's not surprising to see those names be like no stolen bases, but it reminds you again, last year there were lineups that were being sent out with Gritchick, Profar, Crone, uh, you know, and Moustakis all in them at certain points. There is, that is not speed. There is no speed on that team. Right now, the Rockies have not only gotten younger at the expense of possibly offense, but their the aggressiveness and the ability to be more aggressive on the base paths is massive. It's it's something, it's uh it's something that literally uh, the rest of baseball is going to go, it is going for. We saw how effective it is. We saw how much uh, uh, teams made it a focus. Of their, of their teams and of their philosophies. The Rockies joining in on this and getting in on this trend is a must. I, I, I look at it and I, I really hope that the Rockies have multiple people flirt with, with double-digit steals. I would like to see Ryan McMahon be a little more aggressive. If you can steal five, you can steal eight in certain situations. If Charlie Blackman is still able to go out and steal a couple of bags in certain situations, I'm not counting on it. He's not fast or anything like that. I understand that. But again, that's four bases he stole while spending time on the IL. Alan Trejo, whatever. I mean, I know his role is going to be mostly utility, but when he gets in there, he had five stolen bags. Why not make him, why not add that depth into his, uh, into his toolkit? Why not make it when Alan Trejo plays, there's yet another base running threat. Headlined by the fact, of course, that the Rockies got 22 stolen bases from Brenton Doyle, 20 bases, stolen bases from Nolan Jones, and 11 from Ezekiel Tovar. If all three of those guys, especially if Doyle and Jones go 25-plus and Tovar gets up to 20, again, that's how you change games. That's literally, figuratively and literally, how you steal ball games. 
Base stealing is 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 not a forgotten art anymore. Base stealing is back. Base stealing is real, and base stealing has to be a, a something this Rockies team can focus on. But that's again an immediate thing you can look at the differences going into the year. The Rockies can be more aggressive on the base paths in t- to start the year in 2024 because they have the speed. They have players that can steal bases. That is important here. That is not some. That was not the case going into spring training last year, and that was not the case with the injuries and stuff. And, and, and you know, one thing that we that you know we haven't seen a ton of, and and I'm not I'm not quite sure of, of how much it's in his game. But again, Brendan Rodgers, what does what does that look like for him when it comes to, to to stealing bases? Is he someone that's going to be able to to go out and 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 start stealing bases? He's never done it in his career. He doesn't have a single stolen base in the regular season here for the Rockies. But can that change? Is that something that might be different? Can can Brendan Rodgers? get into uh can can he get on the board can he i don't know if 10 bases is too much especially for a guy that's never stolen bases before but can he steal a couple of bags every single person that's going into the rockies lineup should be at least expected to be able to go in motion and that includes the first baseman core chris bryan and aileris montero need to be ready to go in motion as well you're not going to steal with them a lot but it needs to be something that you can do especially even just looking at a hit and run for example, I don't think Montero, Bryant, and Rogers are going to lead the team, but if the if everyone else is trying to steal bases, I wouldn't mind seeing them in certain opportunities go for it. But on the flip side, they can't get overly aggressive and start stealing with their bad base stealers or ones without speed and get themselves caught up. The last thing we want to see is a rally ruined because the Rockies tried to steal with Montero or Bryant. I know it's not going to happen a lot for them, and I know I'm not focusing. I'm just saying making sure that they are prepared to be able to to play a a faster game, a speedier game. That is going to be really really important. Uh I'm, I uh, there's a couple of reports I saw that for uh the Rockies stealing bases from from Bud Black there uh from from early on. But uh also, uh let's focus on another storyline that I saw here and it uh, is uh something about Brenton Doyle who I think is uh Probably the most, one of the most interesting guys to watch this spring heading into the season. Let's talk about that and more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. But before we do that, got to tell you about some of our folks that help make the show possible, and that includes eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights and more headlights and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show by firing off your Rockies hot takes. Let me know what's on your mind. Just like 
Kane1388 says, missing some guys like Marquez for injury could be a blessing. The Rockies can't be running back the same guys every season in rotation. Marquez, Senzatella, Freeland, Gomber, etc. Need to have some young guys fight for a spot so the Rockies can finally change it up and have a better chance at quality pitching in the rotation. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, and the Rockies really haven't had that consistent rotation now for this will be the third season where they're going to have to have some sort of variety of that, but... That was something to be concerned about, and it's something that uh, we we know that we're going with Freeland and Gomber as part of that. It really, I really do think actually this this last spot and the, these op- two apparently two open spots uh, in the rotation, the, uh, the 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 competition there is going to be great, and I really hope that these young guys that some got called up early, some have been dealing with injuries, you know, the the wide variety of reasons that have gotten in the way of of the careers of the Lamberts and the Feltners of, of, of the Rockies. It'll be really cool to see them actually have this chance to go and, and, uh, and, uh, and fight for a spot here, uh, not only in the rotation, but with the Rockies as well. Be interesting to see if some of these guys maybe develop a little bit more into bullpen type guys and, and, and going into relief and see what, what they can do there and, and maybe getting some pitching action this season. I, I really do think you're going to see a few, I, the Rockies rotation is going to see some changes and, 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 and people coming in and out because I think really realistically, let's be real, injuries happen. Uh, baseball season's long. Weird things happen. Uh, we, we know Gomber and Freeland have, have had stints where they do go on the IL. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for young Rocky, Rockies pitching this year uh, and, and, and Rockies pitchers that are looking to make an impact here for the club but uh thank you so much kane for for the comments and uh everyone for commenting we've been getting lots and lots of comments on the youtube channel uh lately so uh why don't you go out uh, subscribe to the channel uh like the videos and uh hit me with the comments let me know what's on your mind when it comes to rockies baseball okay uh here i've seen now a couple of things and and that early thing with base stealing i believe it was uh patrick lyons i saw a tweet out about the rockies wanting to Steal more bases. I, I, I'm I'm double checking that, but uh, the another the uh, the next storyline that I saw was, that was really interesting, and Purple Rose got some coverage of this as well as uh, MLB.com has some coverage of this as well. Uh, this team has a really interesting center fielder. This team has a center fielder that has the that has the potential to uh, to to really change things up. I will be so impressed with with the the projections and everything that we have of Brenton Doyle of if his offense takes the step forward. And and again, a step forward for him isn't going to make him the best hitter in baseball. Isn't going to make him the best hitter on the Rockies. But it's going to make him a better offensive threat adding into the fact that he has already proven himself to be an elite defender. That type of progress, it, it can't be understated. It can't be undervalued of how big of a swing that would be for the Rockies if if Brenton Doyle becomes an effective offensive piece. The the, the main question is is he, is he going to get to a point where he can start leading off ball games? Is he going to be a leadoff batter? Just I don't know if we're going to quite see that big of a jump. It would be great to see Doyle in that beginning part of the lineup to get him on the bases to to to, to make uh, mix with Jones. To put the double bit, you know, the double twenty base stealers on on the on the bases at the same time, but I'm just not quite sure exactly if he's going to fit right at the top of the of the batting order, especially with the Rockies bringing back Charlie Blackman. Um, 
I, I'm curious to see how much of a step there he will go. But, man, top of the list of, of people to watch continues to be Brenton Doyle. And let's uh, let's read here from from uh, Renee Descart here on uh, on Purple Row and, uh, and and see just a little bit because he's he's the, the Purple Row piece here is more about the the focus here on on just not only not not letting things go by, but he just wants to, to keep up his momentum because even you can be upset with the Brenton Doyle offense, sure, but you can't sit there and, and, and say that that wasn't a strong first impression for Brenton Doyle. That wasn't something we can that that wasn't a season we can just brush off because of the offense. When when you have one area of your game that's so elite like Brenton Doyle, you have to sit there and wonder and raise your eyebrows if those other if the other area offense can can even get to halfway can can even get close to that and that's been his focus all offseason long it looks like uh here here's here's some words from from Renee Deckard as a refresher here's how good Brenton Doyle's defense was in 2023 he finished first among all players in fielding run value and ultimate zone rating he led all center fielders in outs above average 15th which also tied him for 8th among all defensive players and runs prevented at 14 second in fielder run 7 sixth in arm strength 96.1 in 348 attempts, he committed only one error. Guys, that that is awesome. I mean, that level of defense at center field is so important. But that's not it. Doyle is focused on improving offensively given his struggles at the plate in 2023 when he slashed 203, 250, 343 with a WRC plus of 43 and a strikeout percentage of 35%. He knows that part of the, his game has to improve going forward, and it was a focus of his offseason. In pursuit of that, he's worked on his swing to make a bit more efficient and giving myself more time to react what's coming towards me. Doyle realizes that he needs to improve his reaction at the plate. I just put myself in the best situation I can to get on base and use my speed. That's it. I mean, that's that's the type of stuff that I, I am loving. That is the type of stuff that I really do like to hear. That is the focus and the philosophy that we need to know. I mean, the the Rockies getting last month production from Brenton Doyle. If that if, if if the last month of the season Brenton Doyle is the Brenton Doyle that we get, the Rockies are going to have a really special center fielder. There, there's just no way to get around it. That the fact that the adjustments he was making and the adjustments he was working on were impactful, as he was really downright dreadful. For the vast majority of the season, but here in September, this is what this is. This is after we know he was making that that swing adjustment. I think it was with something with the toe tap timing or it was something with his uh, his leg kick. I can't remember exactly what he was doing, but he makes this adjustment here in September. In August, it's another month of him batting under 200. His batting line is terrible, uh, you know, because this is now he batted under 200. Uh, let's see. In almost every month he played except for May at this point. Going into the season last year, he had only one month where he was batting over 200. Uh, and, and you can imagine what the rest of the lines were looking like there. Uh, mixed with the fact that July and August were really, really tough for him. But he comes into September and he goes and he bats 261, 286, two, or, or 477. 
in that time, he drives in three. Uh, he drives in 19 runs. He puts two balls over the wall, and he starts having multiple uh, extra base hit, uh, extra base hits in this time. He has four triples in the month of September, five doubles in the month of September. On top of uh, let's see, what is that? Uh, 23 total hits that uh, that month. That matters. That means the ability is there, the possibility is there, and if he's going to be someone that that may, if he's able to carry on, if he is able to take that last bit of September, and that's the the starting point, that's the launching point. I mean, how excited would you be if that if that's the line that Bretton Doyle comes out to start the year with? If he bats two sixty one, two eighty six, four seventy seven in the month of uh, in the month of April, was it is it May or April this year? April. I can't remember how much <laughs> April, May, whatever the Rockies start the first full month of the season. If that's the batting line, you're really encouraged. I mean, you're you you sit there and and you look at the fact that he strikes out twenty five times still. That's far too high in that month, but you see the progress, you see the improvement mixed in again with Gold Glove defense. He doesn't have to be a silver slugger, but if he is an effective offensive player, Brenton Doyle and Nolan Jones are going to have a case for being just uh, two two really, really great young outfielders that could really change the narrative for the Colorado Rockies. So really loving to hear that approach. Uh, Thomas Harding had more on Brenton Doyle as well. Uh, so if you wanted to go check that out on uh, MLB.com, uh, let's see. Gold Glover Doyle turns to a different method to help swing. Uh, if you're looking to to get more on that swing that we were talking about, uh, MLB.com, uh, Thomas Harding writing from spring training, of course, uh, covering the the uh, the Rockies. So it is uh, it is the swing development continues for Brenton Doyle. And it'll be really interesting to see here as we get closer to the season. All right, uh, one last thing, one last news and notes uh, from spring that I'm encouraged by here is that uh, there is some competition going on here. We are going to read from Thomas Harding, and uh, I actually am really excited about this, and it opens the door for a really interesting situation for the Rockies' bullpen uh, coming up here in 2024. Let's talk about that in segment number three. Before we do that, though, got to tell you about some of the folks that help make this show possible, and that includes FanDuel. FanDuel has got you covered right now for all your basketball and hockey action, way more than just basketball and hockey, but it's prime time for both of those sports. We got the All-Star Game that just wrapped up for the NBA, so they're going to be in full swing as teams are making their push for the playoffs, like our Denver Nuggets, and uh, hockey back in action uh, this week after the All-Star Game as well. If you're curious about betting on the Avalanche, two teams that are kind of floating in that, are they good enough? Can they do it? Nuggets, uh, of course, looking to, to, to go back-to-back back here. If you want to get in on the betting action, if you know the trends, if you are confident in your betting options, Head to FanDuel.com slash locked on right now because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's right, $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins any winning $5 bet. Let me make that uh, abundantly clear. You can check out uh, all the NBA action with quick bets, live same game parlays. I talk about all the time how much I love me a same game parlay. Exclusive props for your little fun bets and lots more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. 
This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services and on your favorite YouTube channel, the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where you can be part of the show. Fire off your Rockies hot takes. Let me know what's on your mind. Uh, one of the best ways to help the show grow is by going to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, subscribing to the videos there, or subscribing to the channel, and uh, liking the videos and leaving a comment. So really, really do appreciate all of those. Uh, checking this out. Hey, I wanted to finish off the show by saying the Rockies closers, the closer isn't set. And I really like this. And it's going to it's going to open up a really interesting, uh, I think, three headed monster for the Rockies going into uh, the back half of ballgames. As we know, the Rockies are going to be out without uh, uh, Daniel Bard for a bit. Luckily, uh, Daniel Bard, the injury to Daniel Bard, not uh, as severe as initially thought. It sounds like he won't miss as much time. He's going to miss basically most of all, most to all of spring training. So he's still going to be behind when it comes up. But I think it's time to move on. I, and, and, and it's abundantly clear the Rockies have moved on from Daniel Bard, the closer. But I like Daniel Bard in the middle relief areas. I like Daniel Bard leading into these two pitchers who are competing for the closing job, which is Tyler Kinley and Justin Lawrence, two guys that I think are perfect competition for each other, two young guys that are really trying to make it. Uh, I guess Kinley's not not so young. I'm sorry. He, he feels young uh, just from from how much time we haven't really always been able to spend with Kinley because of because because of injuries. But really interesting uh, uh, mashup here that I think is going to really help these two players. I, I think that and, and, and be confident in Tyler Kinley has been great and 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 so has Justin Lawrence at times but we've seen what happens when both of these guys are used too much we know with Kinley with injuries can be a concern but this is uh is going to be something that is really going to help uh these two teams and if these two guys are as good as they can be the Rockies are going to have a nice a nice combo coming out of the bullpen and especially mixed in with the fact that Bard's going to come back you can feel a little bit better so even whoever wins throughout this Lawrence Tyler Kinley competition, I still think the combo of those two guys at the back half of ball games is going to be really, really uh, effective and really, really interesting here. I want to just read again here a little bit from all eyes on closer competition in Rockies camps here. Uh, Rockies camp from Thomas Harding here on MLB.com. Lawrence began last season with a 1.47 ERA and 15 appearances and became the closer in June after Pierce Johnson struggled with walks. Lawrence converted seven of his first eight save opportunities and had a 1.86 ERA in 17 games after being christened closer, but he fell into struggles until being removed from the role in early uh, September. The year, though, was an overall positive for Lawrence, who had never been a major leaguer over a full season. He uh, debuted the sweeper, and uh, he uh, is uh, looking to get uh, the, <laughs> let's see, it's very easy for the hitter knowing that the heater is coming 203021, whatever the count may be, Lawrence said. Knowing I can locate that pitch in different counts in any situation, especially late game, you're going to need to do that to be successful. Uh, let's see, but what's Bud Black got to say? Uh He's he's growing and leaning into that position here is what uh, basically what Bud Black is saying. But let's read a little bit about Tyler Kinley here. In 2022, Kinley had a .75 ERA through 25 appearances with a downward-breaking slider, different from Lawrence's sweeper, but just as effective. According to MLB Quality of Pitch, which evaluates every pitch in various categories, the location and vertical break of Kinley's slider were each in the top 9% of MLB hurlers. Of course, then he got hurt. Um, and then uh, he he's I mean the different types of pitches the, the the stuff that these two guys have 
sets the stage for the Rockies having nice, solid closing bullpen options. I'd like to see Kinley get a little bit more back in the groove. I, I do think Lawrence is going to be able to handle that closer role, especially for the fact that he has had that closer role for a bit. But between those two guys, I really I don't think that you're going to be steered in the wrong way either way. And it'd be interesting to see how much the guys, how much the Rockies can work with you know certain situations, certain lineup constructions, uh, certain uh, you know lefties versus righties in the lineup, and maybe they can they can mix and match between the two of them because it's really nice that both of these guys have devastating payoff pitches that are similar but also way different. You 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 can't approach Lawrence's sweeper the same way that you can ap- uh, approach. Kinley's slider and and that's what I really like pitching mix-ups that's what I really like especially coming out of the bullpen if you're gonna maybe you know if you see both of them eighth ninth inning for example man that's those are two really drastic things you're gonna have to go back and forth on but the question for both of them it's gonna be control 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 how much control are these guys going to have? How much? How many free bases are these guys going to prevent? That is going to be key for this Rockies bullpen, especially closers. We saw way too many times for for, uh, for teams to go out uh, uh, and and be in bad situations against the Rockies, but they get that immediate jump, they get that immediate boost late in ball games because it's a first it's a first batter walk. So we'll see, but these two guys competing for the closing spot is 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 a is a great spring competition to watch. The right two type of guys to kind of go head for head to head. A guy really trying to reestablish himself, say you know re re remind you why he's as good as he is in Tyler Kinley, and a young guy in Justin Lawrence really looking to take that next big step. Now that he's got the first year of major league experience, how does he adjust? How does he get better? Really, really interesting competition to watch this spring. Uh, but uh, folks, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel and on your favorite streaming services. Hey, if you need more sports coverage, Locked On Sports Today has got you covered with the 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube and Amazon Fire TV. You can check that out. Locked On MLB has got you covered for all the storylines around Major League Baseball. And of course, for more Colorado sports coverage, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, and Locked On Buffs, all available free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.